Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Ripped off. Bad news. You need advice so you don't have to lose. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hey, Tom Martino here, and we are fighting for you, solving problems, answering questions, taking complaints, and making your life just a little easier. Welcome to the show. How can we help you? We ask that every single day. Everyone's getting ready for a holiday. This hour brought to you by RealCBDThatWorks.com. That's RealCBDThatWorks.com. And until the 4th, I believe it's midnight on the 4th, you can use a promo code to get 40% off pet products. Use all caps, PETLOVE40. And 40% off equine CBD and doggy CBD. And then for people CBD, you use Tom in the promo code, get 30% off. So 40% off pets, pet products with capitals, all caps, pet love 40. Or 30% off people products using Tom in the promo code. That's real CBD that works.com. CBD, if you're not a believer, you need to use it. You'll see it. It's wonderful. Uh, it's by Panacea Life Sciences. Welcome to the show. We have Larson Tax Relief with us. Steve Sissick, he's an attorney there. And Larson Tax Relief helps, helps people with tax problems. Steve, I know one problem comes up, and this is not your problem. This is just a problem. That the problems are a little small for Larson, but they're a little big for people. They're upset with it. They need help. What do you do in a case like that? For example, I mean, listen, Larson Tax Relief, has major results for major problems and in-between problems, where would you say it would behoove people to use Larson? Now, of course, they can call. They may think they have a little problem. It turns out to be a big one. But in general, who are you looking for? Who can you really help? Because it does cost a few grand to get you involved. But I mean, my God, you've helped people with $150,000 in debt get out of debt. So, I mean, I imagine it's worth it. But who is your typical client that can benefit low to high? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you're below probably about $9,000 or something like that in owed taxes, it's probably not worth the cost benefit of bringing us in. Um, a lot of times, though, sometimes people get a notice for 9000 We make a phone call and they owe 900000 <laughs> So sometimes it's okay to say, hey, can you look into this for us? Uh, we'll, we'll run a, what's called a, a tax information authorization form. And we'll find out, hey, maybe it's not a big deal. I'll give you some you, good, free advice and you go and take care of it. Right, exactly. Or so we, we take it on. And so if you're it. in doubt, you give them a call. That's really what yeah, you do. Absolutely, absolutely. And if they are able to help, they'll let you know. But what are some of the first things you tell people who call and say, I got a notice from the What's the typical um, inquiry you get? For Is it, I got a notice from the IRS? 
Yeah, I think most of the time, and right now especially, the IRS kind of turned the tap back on on their notice generator. Uh, I personally got a notice for an $80 fee I had outstanding, and they sent me to collections on it, so I thought that was cute. Wow. Um, so they're, you know, they're really starting to pursue this type of thing right now more aggressively since they took basically all of 2020 off. So a lot of people are getting a lot of notices right now, a lot of taxes they didn't know that they owed, things like that. And they're going to collections for it, you know, for literally $80, which is silly. But you can imagine people that owe $800,000, they are really getting pursued heavily right now. And certainly give us a call and we can make sure we can deal with it. Or once again, I mean, if it's something that I feel like you can handle independently, I'm going to give you some free advice. It'll send you on your way and you'll be happy with that as and well. And what's the number they call? Um, 888-589-0955 for me. Oh, okay. For you. I'm sorry. We got to give out their regular number. I thought you were going to do that for me. Okay. I'm going to give out the, the number we all use here. Okay. And it's, uh, let me just get it. It's the one I use in all my scripts. It should be up there. Hold on. Let me get it. Um, for people listening, if you need Larson, okay. It's 844 Larson tax. I should have that memorized. 844 Larson tax. And again, uh, if you need an attorney, if you need advice, they'll get you to the right people. But it's 844-LARSON-TAX. Um, if you have any tax questions, give us a call. This is a complicated year, and uh, a lot of people have questions or are being pursued. Let's go to Blan- uh, Bianca. Is it Bianca? What's happening? Yeah, this is her. What's going on, Bianca? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, so I purchased a vehicle. Yeah. Uh, a Range Rover Sport, to be specific, uh, from a dealership. Pre-owned and when did you buy it? About three months ago. Okay. And what happened to it? What's wrong with it? So every month, this is the third time it's happened. Is this, every a, month, this was a used Land Rover? Yes. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell me what year? Yes, 2016. How many miles? About 40,000. Okay. Okay, now tell me what's going on. So every month, uh, first month, the second month, uh, left me stranded, zero coolant. In when it. you I say it left you stranded, it doesn't start or what? Nope, I actually had to pull over because it said uh, low coolant, uh, checked it, and there was zero coolant. And this it. was every month since when? Since I bought it. And that was, again, the, the, the month? Uh, where are we? July, uh, March, April. April okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So every month you, it, but is it only once a month Then you go there and they fix it or what? Yep. Uh, every month, the, the two months I took it back to them, sat there for a week. All they did was replace a coolant cap, but it kept happening. Okay. But here's what I want to know. If you bought it used, why mm-hmm. would you take it back to them? You bought it as is or what? Yes, and I also purchased the warranty, the extended warranty through them. Oh, okay, okay. You bring it back. Who'd you buy it from? Mm -hmm. The dealership is Rocky Mountain Eurosport. Okay, and so again, um, used cars are used cars. There are a few situations that happen with used cars. One is stuff happens. the The next one is stuff is hidden, and they sell it a defective vehicle on purpose. That very seldom happens. Then the next one is, the next one is, well, you know, they should have known about it. But it's hard to say. Do you think this is something they knew about? I think it was negligence on their part. But why? I'm curious as to why you say that. By the way, I want to make this clear. I am really 
adamant about going after car dealers who cheat people. But cheating people Mm -hmm. and having a bad used car are two different things. Now, if they did it on purpose, you said they were negligent. Tell me how. And again, I, I think we can help no matter what, whether they did it on purpose or not. But why do you say they're negligent? So the first time I took it back, uh, they actually had it. The, the service manager had left when we were supposed to meet at a specific time. I was there for two hours. A gentleman who were looking at the vehicle said, we, we don't know how to fix your car. We don't know what to do. But Bianca, so let, let's, let's just, I'm, I'm going to take uh, th- this position. What if something just happened to the car? It's a used car with 40,000 miles. What I'm getting at is, why did you take it back? Oh, you had an extended warranty. That's why you took it back, right? Yes. Oh, Mm -hmm. I get it. Okay. So (laughs) did that extended warranty cover, did they ever find out what was wrong with it? Nope. They said, we don't know what's wrong with it. Okay. We replaced the cap and it's All right. So right now, you have an extended warranty that you feel should cover it. Yes. Okay. Let's find out if it should. What we need to do is analyze it and figure out what's wrong with it to see if, first, is this something that maybe the dealer, I, you know, I, there are pe- there are dealers who will knowingly sell a defective vehicle. There are. <laughs> Very few of them. Honest to God. I mean, I know it sounds like, oh, used car dealers suck. It does happen. Uh, trust me. That's why we have a show. It does happen. But also there's stuff, like I say, stuff happens, and it's just a used car that happens. But what I don't like is if there is a warranty and they're not honoring it. So did they say that would be covered under warranty? Um, It actually had to be towed to a Land Rover dealer this third time. Uh, They found all the fluids mixed in the wrong places. Oh, who put wrong? Oh, that's where the negligence comes in. So you feel, Uh so Land Rover said the dealer said that somebody put all the wrong fluids in there what does that mean all the wrong fluids hold on i want to know that and i'll come back with more calls and tax questions 303-713-TALK find a home get a deal yes even in this market but you need frank duran the real estate man.com remax alliance If you haven't compared prices on homeowner's insurance in a while, it's time you did. You might not have the coverage you need, and you're most likely paying too much. Call Compass Insurance and save now. 303-771-HELP. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, Tom Marchino. 303-713-TALK, 
713-8255. Welcome to the only show of its kind anywhere in the universe. I say that because we solve problems, answer questions, take complaints, but we're also fair to business in a way, but not if they're being unfair. Now, uh, Bianca says, basically, she has a problem she believes should be covered under warranty. Um, that's what I hear you saying. You're just frustrated because they're not fixing it, and I don't blame you. But you're not saying, you're saying the negligence is they're not fixing it. You're not claiming they sold it on purpose with the defect. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, and I don't know this dealer. I don't know them, uh, which is good news and bad news. I mean, I, I don't know them in that uh, I've not gotten a lot of complaints. So here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to see if your warranty does cover it. Are, what did the dealer say is wrong? Wrong fluids. But who put the wrong fluids in, do you think? I think the dealership, dealership I bought it from. What kind of wrong, wrong fluids? fluids? What kind of wrong fluids? Um, they didn't tell me. They didn't tell me what kinds of wrong fluids. Something with the different DEF fluid, the diesel exhaust fluid, was poured in the wrong areas. Uh, many fluids, they said, but that was one of them that they mentioned. So they basically said the fluids are wrong and that's what caused it. And is there a lot of damage? Yes. What do they say um, needs to be the, done? So the uh, they actually had to call out a hazmat team due to the ammonia that the fluids created. A technician who actually was working on the vehicle had to be rushed to the hospital. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What was in this vehicle that caused people to go to the hospital? Uh, the mixture of all the fluids, they said, in all the wrong areas. What? So they said they needed to flush out everything completely. Um, so did you get everything flushed and refilled? They were in the process of flushing out the fluids, and this is then this happened. But right now, where's uh, the now, car? Where's the car right now? Oh, it is at the dealership. They are waiting for a hazmat team to come out and dispose of it properly. Dispose of what properly? The car? Nope. All the fluids, the ammonia, the amount okay, of ammonia. Okay, th then what are they going to do? Are they going to refill it and get you on your way? What are they doing with the vehicle? They said they have to flush everything out, uh, service it completely, um, and do that. <laughs> That's what they told me. I don't believe any of it. What's the name of the dealer? Where it's at right now? Yeah. Uh, it is at Land Rover Flatirons. Okay. Um, there's something terribly wrong here. I mean, do you guys, I mean, I've never heard of such a thing. Do you have a contact mm -hmm. there? Yeah. The advisor I'm dealing with is Melissa. Melissa is the service advisor. Okay. Yes. Um, Deputy Dan, Melissa is the service advisor. Now, we need to contact Melissa or someone at Land Rover Flatirons. Now, they're telling her they had to call a hazmat team out because her car had dangerous mixtures of fluids and that they're going to have to flush it and then refill everything. Did they say there was any engine damage or anything? They said there could have been potential, but they have not confirmed. And how much is all this going to cost? Did they tell you? Uh, just for the hazardous part of it, about 1500 or so is just an estimate. Okay. What dealer was this you bought it from? Rocky Mountain Eurosport. Okay. Did you tell Rocky Mountain Eurosports all this? Yes. What did they say? 
uh, he laughed. Uh, actually, he said, I'm more than happy to talk to them, but okay. that's not something that that we should be covering. Well, I don't know. I don't know how. How I don't know. I mean, this is weird. I want to talk one. I'd like to call um, Rocky Mountain. Excuse me. First, I'd like to call uh, Flatirons Land Rover. Then I'd like to call Rocky Mountain Eurosports. This whole thing has me. F- I don't know. I, I'm just flabbergasted here. I don't know what's going on. I mean, how could they sell a vehicle with all the wrong fluids in it? How was it running at all? And how long did you have it before? You said every month it would act up, but only the coolant acted up, right? Yes. Low coolant. So how... And, it evaporate completely. All right. Hold on. I, I don't understand it all. Uh, in fact... In fact, I'd like to get one of our car experts on to talk about this in general. Plus, I'd like to call this Land Rover dealer and tell the Land Rover dealer they're going to help us help her. We're not looking for trouble. We're just trying to figure out what the hell's going on with this. By the way, I have, speaking of trouble, I have an Instagram account I started called Show Me Trouble, where we have posted trouble and pics from people who had trouble. One woman who claims she found a used condom in her chicken, that's posted. Then we have some other things posted. And someone just tagged us today with a post, and I'm going to go into that and talk about that. But in general, if you have trouble, you can show me trouble by tagging that Instagram. Just show me the trouble, and let's tag it and look at it. And uh, we have one up there, Broken Dishes, that the woman who posted it claims her husband is a truck driver who was accused of breaking those dishes when he was packing. She said he never broke them. They were broken already, and this family is cashing in. We'll talk about that and more. Let's, uh, let's talk to uh, Larson Tax Relief, have a question. Now, what is the main problem does it start when people owe money and ignore it and don't file because they owe? Or does it start because they lie or what? What is the main problem? Is it not not filing? I mean, more often than not, a person knows they owe the taxes, um, but they just don't have the money. And, you know, we're talking about businesses for payroll taxes. So when people like don't that. know that, I mean, excuse me, don't have the money, what should they do? They should absolutely file. A they lot of should. Times they say, don't, I'm not going to file because I can't pay. Well, the problem is you get penalized for not filing regardless. So you might as well just file it even if you're going to owe. And then you reduce your late filing penalty. And then we can deal with the balances. That's not a problem. But if you don't file, you're accruing more penalties and you're creating more problems. So if you file and don't have the money, do you leave a note? I don't have the money. Or do you just file? You just file. They know you didn't pay it. And then (laughs) what will happen? Then you're going to get some notices like we talked about. All right. And then you're going to have a series of time for you to respond and actually advocate for yourself. If you take those notices and you pitch them like a lot of people do, well, it's going to be a problem. And eventually, they're going to show up at your door. They're going to seize your bank accounts. They're going to lean your house. Things are going to happen. They're going to come after. To get your attention to respond to them yeah so bottom line if you owe money you don't ignore it you don't not file you file and then you file and and wait for them to contact you right you can what is usually the first contact? you know go ahead and contact them too and what's the first contact you'll get from them if you didn't put the money in there and you owed you'll get a balance due notice hey you owe us some money you got 30 days to pay can you can you work out a payment plan right away you can absolutely and what kind of are they generous with payment plans do they let it do they let it 
stretch out over time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it depends on obviously how much you owe, depending on what you can do. Certain things are very easy. You can do with a phone call. If you owe over a certain amount, then you have to get financial information and show that you don't have like the Maserati in the garage that you're not paying. <laughs> okay, so you fill out financial information, you get a payment plan. All right. Is that payment plan negotiable or do they is it is it usually a lot high interest because right now interest is low so what do they do about interest so interest is actually irs is one of the worst banks in the world so it makes more sense to go get a loan and pay your IRS what would the down. irs interest be so it's one one point over prime but it accrues daily so, wow. so what does that mean rate so it's basically compounding on itself one penny turns into two pennies the next day the three penny the next day the four penny then 365 days later it's compounding itself over and over so again that each day. that whole balance compounds over 365 days it does it's not like a yearly accrual or a quarterly accrual like some interest rates are so, so that really turns out to be like ridiculous 22 23 percent effective interest rate all right so 303-713-TALK is our number we have open lines if you want to get right through and we're coming up on a holiday weekend, so I'm sure people, if there's something you want to get off your plate, give us a call. Bianca, we're making calls on her car because she says it had wrong fluids in it from the time she bought it and now could have engine damage. We're going to find out more about that coming up. You know that one insurance company that brags about saving up to 15%? Well, how about saving even more than that? Compass Insurance. They represent dozens of different companies and will save you money. 303-771-HELP. You know that saying, you get what you pay for? Not true. You actually get way more with Frank Duran, the real estate man.com when he lists your home. Frank Duran, Remax Alliance. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tom Martino, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Welcome to the show. Don't forget, Frank Duran, the real estate man.com does free market valuations of your home. If you're looking to sell your home, wouldn't you want to know what it's worth? Or maybe you want to improve it. Maybe it's worth staying. He can do a full market valuation of your home. And all you have to do is call 303-920-1622. That's 303-920-1622. 1622 Frank Duran, the Now we're working on this problem. Bianca bought a Land Rover. She said there were wrong fluids in it. And from the get go, she was having no luck with it. How did wrong fluids get in there? And then she said something about the dealer she took it to had to call a hazmat team. And it's going to take a long time to get everything flushed and filled. And it's going to cause, and it cost her about 1500 bucks to do this. We have to figure out what's going on. And so I asked uh, deputy Dan to get, 
Kevin Calkin on, possibly, or Jeff Vick, one of our experts. Let's try to get them on and talk about this. Meanwhile, hang on, Bianca. Um, we also have uh, some follow-ups that I want to get to. And I want to take this uh, follow-up we did at the end of the show yesterday. Deputy Doc, explain this to us, please. Quick. Okay, this, so Scott brought his car, had brought his, uh, it was a 2017 Chevy Malibu. He brought it into Ordination Chevy North to have some warranty work. Okay, now hold on one sec. I got it here. So, okay. And it was, uh, an ex- he said he had an extended warranty, Autonation North. It was a platinum, Correct. up he, to 80,000 miles. He had an electrical issue. They, they were going to do the warranty work. He wanted to loan a car. There were they no lo- said that the, the, warranty, uh, the warranty covers the, uh, the rental up to $35 a day. Right, and that Autonation does not deal with rentals. I get it. So, so what happened? So he rented a car, and... It was thirty-five. He was allowed thirty-five. It came up to eleven hundred dollars, right? But it had nothing to do with AutoNation because that was with his warranty company. So when he came back, the warranty work was done. There's a hundred dollar deductible. He did not want to pay the hundred dollar deductible for the warranty work. For the warranty work, why? So he said he, because he felt that because of the rental car issue, he shouldn't have to pay the hundred bucks. And they said, look, this has nothing to do with us. So there's a hundred dollar deductible required by the warranty company. He was pissed off that the warranty would only pay $35 a day. Right. He was pissed off at AutoNation, which had nothing to do with that. Okay. So they, he said, well, call the police, which they did. The police came and made him pay the warranty. Then they said, look, we don't want to do business with you anymore. Don't come back. And then he claimed, he said, I I bought a warranty. I can't use that. I can only use at this and I spoke to the manager over there yesterday. She said that's blatantly false. He has a platinum warranty. He can bring it to any AutoNation dealer in the country, and they will do the warranty work as outlined in the warranty that so he purchased. So the way it stands right now, Scott can take his car to any AutoNation. That's correct. But not there. Right. All right. And then, so did he get reimbursed the $35 a day? Um, he didn't say, but I, I assume he will because that's what the warranty covers. And I don't think there's any question that they will cover the $35 a day, but he wants the AutoNation to cover the other eight or $900 that was over and above that. And they have nothing to do with that. All right. 303-713-TALK. And one quick update. We had Jason who called because he couldn't change his tires. Remember, he had been had surgery and he needed a flat tire changed. Okay. And... So I asked him if he called AAA, and he said, yes, I have AAA, which is great, but I've already had four flat tires fixed this year, and they won't. They want to charge me for the fifth time, and he couldn't find anybody else. So I said, well, either take a Uber or pay them to come out and fix the tire. You have no other choice. Okay, so he is, is he disabled? What's wrong with he him? He had surgery. And, and, he, and how did he, how is he getting so many flats? I didn't ask him. I thought it was just funny that he had five flats in one year why not just go out and buy a new set of tires well unless it's not his tires it's some maybe somebody's sabotaging it i don't think he he didn't claim that all right now we're working on something where Ginny, with an american home warranty and by the way home warranties suck but her carrier ac went out three weeks ago and they basically have done nothing they had somebody come out and look at it and that was it so beware of home warranties, people. It Really, I've never heard of many people happy with a warranty at all, with a home warranty. Now, Steve Sissick is with Larson Tax Relief. 
and we're talking about taxes, we, we've learned that with interest rates as low as they are, you'd be better off doing an equity loan or a credit card even than letting the IRS finance you. But by all means, you should either make a payment towards your tax when you file or file and make no payment, but don't, refu- don't um, neglect to file because that will add trouble on top of trouble. Someone wants to, someone wants to know, what if they haven't filed for years and no one noticed yet? What should they do? That's a weird one. That is that is a weird one. I mean, eventually, you know, I think it was Gorsuch who said, you know, the tax man will always cometh, you know, so that it's going to happen. They're going to figure it out at some What point. do you think they should do at this point? Right now, no one's bugging them. Yeah. So, so it depends on whether he's in a position where he would have owed or not, right? Sure. Yeah. If, if you're, well, notably, if he was going to get a refund, that, that they actually have a statute on when they will pay you. So if you have a return four years ago and you file it and you owe a $10,000 refund, they'll say, too bad. You do you get a vote. filing, a refuse, uh, do you get a, um, a failure to file penalty even with a refund? No. Why is that? Because no. uh, basically they're not going to penalize you because you didn't, uh, you didn't file oh. even though you, 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 you didn't know. If you owe, you're going to get penalized on it. Uh, so sure. the only thing happens if you have money coming and you don't file right. is you lose the refund. Right. And let me clarify, if you don't file a corporate tax return, you will get penalized regardless of whether you owe or not. So All right, Eileen, what's going on with you, Eileen? Yeah. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good, what's going on? Well, I booked a cruise with Norwegian Cruise Lines. Yes. Um, right before the pandemic hit. Oh. And then, um, yeah. And then um, they urged me to pay it off in May, last May. Wait, wait, and wait, but I- you knew... You knew what was going on. Why would you do that? Didn't you tell them you wanted to cancel it? They told me I can, but if I didn't, then I would get upgraded to everything. 25% increase on my um, latitude awards, which is things you buy on the ship, that sort of thing. And So do um, you regularly go on cruises? I've been on several of the cruises. So you knew and that you would eventually use the cruise? I was really hoping I would, yeah. And the pandemic, I thought, oh, it'll be over by then. The cruise was supposed to be um, last April. And, of course, it wasn't. It never went. So I booked another one at their urging. Well, okay. Did they? Cr- okay, did you lose money or did they credit you? No, they just won't do anything. No, here's what I'm asking you, Eileen. You were supposed to go in April. Yeah. You said that you booked another one. Did you use a credit to book another one, or did you pay again? No, no, no. I used the same money to book the other cruise, which was supposed to sail in February, and it didn't they canceled and at that point i started getting you know worried that they'll never go out how many times Um, hold on i'm I'm confused so you paid last year in may right right Mm -hmm. paid in full what did you pay in full what did you pay in full i paid two thousand dollars all right so you paid that last you paid that last uh may right and now and you were supposed to go this april uh, actually, initially the cruise was in September, so that got canceled. Got then it. I rebooked the same cruise that was supposed to go in April. Got it. And that got canceled. So September, then, booked- then April, and then right. now what? Now you just want your money back. 
Well, yeah, and they like I call, they hang up on me, they transfer me the bottom line, or they'll tell me they refunded my Latitudes account. That can only be... All right, so uh, listen, you know, why don't we just try to get you a refund? Is it that simple? They can't honor the cruise? Are they running cruises now? Not yet. They keep saying they are. I actually rebooked for the third or fourth time going in September, but, and they're also demanding I get the COVID vaccine to do it. Something that I really don't want to do for my own personal They should, listen, they should be able to refund your money. Did you put this on a credit card? A debit card that comes right out of my, um, Oh, dog. Hold on a second. Let's see what we can do for you. This is, uh, cruise lines, man. I, I would hope cruises never come back. Looking to buy a home? Get the best team on your side. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. 303 920 1622. Insurance agents that aren't held captive by one company. That's what Compass Insurance is all about. They find the right company for you at the best price. Call for a free quote now 303 771 HELP. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Welcome to the only show of its kind anywhere in the universe. Renew home innovations. What is that? A new shower, a new tub, a new wet area in your bathroom. Sometimes that's all you need to make it look beautiful. They have no maintenance, beautiful solutions with American Standard fixtures and American Standard. There's wall systems that that are beautiful, that require no grout. Here's the point. You can make a custom-made shower, and they can start it the very next day. RenewHomeInnovations.com. I know Nick personally. They have a great crew, and they are dedicated to quality and discounts for seniors and active military and special financing. 303-904-2000. Don't make a mistake with a bad home improvement contractor. Renew Home Innovations. My seal of approval. 303-904-2000. And I mean that sincerely. We don't approve people unless we check them out. Now, let's talk to uh, Tom at Hands-On Auto. I have a question for him. Uh, Tom is one of our car experts. Haven't seen Tom in a long time because of the pandemic and stuff. But we hope to maybe get you in the studio again for car day soon, Tom. Hey, Tom, um, how are things going at Hands-On Auto? Hey, they're going great. Uh, Busy as always. And and thanks again for having us on the show. Uh, Real pleasure, real honor. Now, Tom, Bianca bought a uh, car, a Land Rover, and she said she got low coolant, uh, low coolant lights or low coolant warning, Bianca, every month, right? You took it. And when you would take it back, what did they do? Did they fill it with coolant, Bianca? Uh, They did, and they said all they did was replace the coolant cap twice. Okay. They said they replaced the coolant cap twice, but then... It happened again, and you got kind of sick and tired of it, and you took it to a dealer. Is that right? Yes. Because they were 
beyond themselves and they said they couldn't help you. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so she takes it to a Land Rover dealer. Now, this is what I'm asking you about, Tom. They, yeah. they claim they had to call in a hazmat team to evacuate because why this vehicle had poisonous what fluids in it, Bianca, or it built up poisonous gas? What did they say? Um, it created ammonia. Where did it create ammonia? Did they tell you? No, they said the technician was in process of flushing the fluids out. When he was in process, um, they rushed him to the hospital, and they said the ammonia levels were very high in his Now, lungs. Tom, have you be- ever heard of ammonia levels in a car? And if so, what system? Um, you know, diesels use this fluid called uh, DEF. It's a fluid for um, emissions, helps them maintain emissions levels on the newer diesel trucks. Uh, that DEF does contain a, a certain level of ammonia. Oh, so yeah. it was the fuel treatment? This is something that, that would not normally go into a normal gas vehicle. Is, is her? Um, no, no, it's a diesel. It's a diesel. It is a diesel. Okay, and and so she's. You're probably familiar then, Miss, with having to add the DEF fluid to a separate tank for emissions. I'm aware of that. Yeah, I just haven't. Yeah. had to have done it. Still, still. So. Okay, I'll tell you what. If I can put this on hold. Because now we're getting somewhere. Let's find out what's going on. This and all of your calls coming up. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Tom Martino. Yeah. Ripped off. Bad news. You need advice so you don't have to lose. We'll come running just as fast as we can. Troubleshooter's gonna help the common man. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hello, let's solve problems, answer questions, and take complaints because that's what we do here each and every day for 40 years. One clear choice, garage doors, is a fast, dependable garage door service for emergencies or regular maintenance. And all of their prices are on their website. OneClearChoiceDoors.com. The only garage door company I use, and I've used them seven times for new doors, new openers, and service. OneClearChoiceDoors.com. What's on your mind today? Let's get right to the phones. Bianca had a a strange problem with um, her car. Low coolant, low coolant. They they said they, uh, they put coolant in it or they helped her. And here's the problem, okay? Then they said, we really don't know what's wrong with it. Then she said she took it to the dealer who said there was a buildup of ammonia. We asked Tom, who's an auto expert at Hands-On Auto up near Longmont. Now, Tom has been with us for a long time at referralist.com. Tom, you said with diesels, there could be a buildup of ammonia if you use too much. Is there a special fluid to add to all diesels or just some diesels? 
So let's just clarify, not a buildup of ammonia. The DEF fluid that you have to ha have to add to the newer diesels every so many miles to treat the exhaust, right? This is for emissions, for the emissions across the country. The DEF fluid that you have to add is an ammonia-based fluid. And if somebody accidentally adds that DEF fluid to the coolant system, it can turn the coolant into an acidic mixture that can start to rot out um, things like the diesel fuel injector cups and the heater core and, and rot out the inside of the coolant system gaskets. So, Okay. Now, yeah, so Bianca, Bianca, did they tell you that that fluid was put in the coolant by mistake? The Land Rover dealer, uh, they said that, yes, they found that someone had poured it in the coolant area. Got it. Uh, Got it. Tank. Mm -hmm. I get it. Now, Tom, this um, this stuff in the coolant could it cause somebody to get sick when they were draining the coolant? You know what comes to mind is is I'm not sure what the chemicals are, but if you meet, mix like bleach and ammonia, doesn't yeah. it make a poisonous gas or yeah. something? So I wonder if if there was something in the coolant that mixed with the ammonia that caused this um this you know poisonous or, or made them sick. Anyway, but thank you, Tom, because you shed some light on it. So, Bianca, this ammonia-based stuff was put in the coolant. It contaminated it. It's going to cost you money. Do I think that the dealer is responsible? Yeah, I do. I, not, I mean the, uh, the, the one who sold you the vehicle. I, I do. I think that they should have known. And if they cost you money, they should do something about it. And this is, uh, and you bought it from Bianca. Let me get it from uh, Rocky Mountain Eurosports. So I'm going to have Deputy Doc or Dan. Do you want to take it since you talked to him or not? Tell you'd let me know if, if or you can give it to our Deputy Doc. You want? Yeah, to call? I can take it. All right. So Dan's going to call for you. Hold on, Bianca. Now let me get to these. You have a comment on gas prices, Bill? What's happening with gas prices in Castle Rock? Okay. So Tuesday, I filled up my company truck with diesel at three nineteen a gallon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on Wednesday, and Wednesday, I had a breakfast burrito calling my name, so I went back one exit north. And I'm sorry, I don't know what the next exit north on Plum Creek. It's kind of the main exit you get off to go to downtown Castle Rock. There's another Circle K. Founders, and I noticed right? They had a price, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. They had a price at three seventy nine. I thought, what? Wow. So I went back. I went back. The other one that I'm got my gas at is right next to a job site I'm working on. And I went in and I said, are, are your diesel prices going up? She goes, not that I know of. And she goes, but corporate changes the prices. They don't even have to tell us. They can change the green numbers lit up on the board and the pumps without even being here. Um, so anyway, this morning I went back to that other Circle K, which is in, what, two miles of the bird's fly. And uh, because I called them to ask him, are you sure your pump prices are right? And she said she'd check on it. So I, I looked at it this morning, and for a credit card, it's 383 Holy so again, crap. The bought, at the station I bought at today is still 319 And then the Shell station across the street from that Circle K is also selling the diesel at 383 Now, you know that this is arbitrary when it comes to gasoline prices right and diesel there is a oh, certain ex listen there is to a certain extent 
there is the cost of product and a normal markup. But then there are psychological factors. First, going into a holiday weekend, they're going to hike the prices no matter what because they want to stick it to people and it's supply and demand. But there's a nationwide trucker shortage. Did you know that? So guess what's happening? Delays in everything, including gasoline. And therefore, what's happening? Higher prices. But thank you for that. Now, Bill, the other Bill, who wants to talk about Pueblo, uh, problem down in Pueblo or a referral in Pueblo. What's going on, Bill? Hi, Tom. Yeah, uh, I've got a basement problem, foundation problem. Are you in Pueblo, Bill? Yeah, just east of town. Okay, okay. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, you guys are terrific. been following you for uh, decades. Good, thank you. And would like to get you to expand your referral services down this way. Well, you know, uh, we are into Colorado Springs, barely, and we are up north, but we should go further. What are you looking for down there? Well, I have a, a, a garage wall. The lower half is cinder block. The upper half is stick framed. And the lower half is underground. And it's beginning to bulge inward and crack. And I need somebody to fix that. Okay. We, need, uh, we have some foundation people, I believe, on the referral list. Um, I need to look and get to you. Somebody who can do that. And usually for foundation work, because it is so big, you know, it's a big job usually. I Usually mm-hmm. they'll go to Pueblo, even if they're from Denver. So let's look and okay. see who I, let me see who I have. Doggone it. Colorado Structural Repair. I would call them. I think they'll go, That they've been in the business for years and they do a great job. And okay, Colorado uh, Structural Repair. Yeah, and I would, uh, they're on my referral list. Let me find them. And listen, let me get the number. And here's the deal if they can't help you, perhaps they'll know someone down there. The number is 720 441 3611. You got it? 3611. Yeah, that's 720 441 3611. Do me a favor, call them and see if they go down to Pueblo or have a reference. But let me know, okay? Let me know. Now, we do have Rocky Mountain Eurosports on. Should I take it, Dano? I really appreciate them coming on. I think everyone knows I always give the benefit of the doubt to the uh, business until we hear from them and we get both sides. Now, uh, Cosby's with them. And uh, Cosby, you know, I told Bianca I did not think this sounded like a a fraud to me or a, or anything, but it does sound weird. She said she bought a used... Land Rover from you guys on extended with an extended warranty. And I guess the only question I have, she claims that the Land Rover dealer found some fuel additive, some ammonia fuel additive in the coolant, which caused damage. Cosby? Yes, I'm here. So did you hear that? Did do you know how um first of all, how long did you own that uh Land Rover. Did you guys service it? Uh, we are a dealer. We sold it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now and, uh, she she bring it two times to me for uh, overheat. 
Right. And uh, the problem the problem is the uh, coolant reservoir uh, uh, cap. So I replaced that one two times. No, no, she what? said that. She said that. But do you have any idea, Cosby, how that ammonia additive got in the coolant? I can tell you. Probably somebody put it in the wrong place. <laughs> you, you're not saying it was like that when she bought it? No, 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 no. There's no way. That car, he cannot drive it like that. Ah. If she, no, 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 no. It was not like that. I can tell you because you know what? Not many people know to work with diesel around here. And I think somebody messed up uh, the fluid. That car was to me two times. I changed the cap. I fill up the coolant two times. And it was everything good both times when uh, she left for me. Okay, so... I, listen, Cosby. Cosby, I appreciate the comment. He is saying he didn't do it. It was in good shape. It wouldn't have lasted that long. And he changed the coolant cap, and that's all it needed. Now we got to figure out what to do with this. Hold on. Did you know if you've had a new roof put on in the last couple years, you could be missing massive discounts on your homeowner's insurance? Call Compass Insurance now at 303-771-HELP. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com. With Remax Alliance, the name says it all. 303-920-1622. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Let's talk. And, you know, it's really sad that this car thing, because we don't know what to do about it. There was so much time in between the, the filler cap he replaced or the last problem she had and this problem, which is the wrong stuff in the coolant, the wrong fluid in the coolant or added fluid in the coolant that was ammonia-based, it's going to be impossible to blame the dealer. It's not going to be covered by an extended warranty because it was the wrong fluid in the coolant. So right now, Bianca's staring down at these repairs. And Bianca, I have to be straight with you here. It's going to be damn near impossible to prove the dealer did it. This was a used Land Rover you had for quite a few months. Now, granted, you had problems in the coolant, that your coolant was running low. He said it was the coolant cap. He replaced it. Then you took it to a dealer who said there's the wrong, there's some stuff in the coolant, ammonia-based stuff that caused it to be dangerous, and now they have to flush out the coolant and redo it. But how do you prove the dealer knew about it or the dealer did it? Bianca, how do you do it? 
That's where it's really hard, and that's I know. why I'm <laughs> No, no, and help. that's, well, well, listen, we do have good people we could send on this, but it's like wasting money. If SOS Inspections goes and looks at this, I don't know what he could find that would give any telltale sign that the dealer did it and you didn't do it. I don't think the car would have lasted as long. Did your husband try to fill it? Did anyone try? You said you were having problems with coolant level. Did anyone put the wrong fluid in there on your side? Nope. I had to tow it every single time. I didn't even try to. Why did you have it towed? Did a did a light come because, on? Yes, light came on, opened the hood, completely And it was overheating. No, I I literally it, it'd be parked in my driveway, turned it on, low coolant, and I checked, and it was low, obviously nothing in there, so I would have to call a tow truck to tow it over there because I didn't B- want to Bianca, drive it. Bianca, did they ever give you a receipt that said um, fluid change, no charge, or something to that effect when you brought no, it in? No, I did ask for paperwork, and they said there's no paperwork to give you, but I did ask for it. Well, that's because they just... They just probably topped it off and gave her a fuel, I mean, a, a filler cap. And that's what Cosby said he had changed, actually, the coolant cap twice. Okay. So he said he had, he had changed the coolant cap twice. But, um, Bianca, I don't know. Um, what I, You might want to take the bill from the dealer and go to small claims court. But you can't prove the dealer did it. You just can't. Bianca, I don't know what else to say. You can't prove the dealer did it. Too much time in between. I'm really sorry. Linda, what's happening? Hi, Linda. Um, we have a hi. we have an email here from you. Can you sum it up? Is this the right Linda? Well, it's a prop. Oh, maybe not. Uh, you have a, an LLC. Let's talk to you then. Oh. Uh, if you didn't send okay. me the email, I'll talk to you about it. Go ahead about whatever your problem is. Okay, um, I hired a contractor. The name of the contractor is Proper Key LLC. Oh, okay, okay. And what is pro? Now, when you say property LLC, do you mean like the word property? No, it's proper. P R O P E R K E Y. Oh, proper, proper key. key. Got it. Proper key. Okay. And LLC. what does what do they do? Um, there's. Um, general contractors, and they were hired for to do some repairs on my house from the hailstorm. Okay, what kind of repairs? Um, it all repairs, like roofing. They replace, or they instead of painting my house, they put stucco on my house. They were supposed to do my decks, um, replace fascia boards. How'd you find they them? Supposed, through my insurance agent. What kind, of ins- what kind of insurance? Amer- uh, my homeowners and car insurance company. Okay. Without even telling me, it's going to be either State Farm, Allstate, American Family, or Farmers. Which one is it? None of those. Oh, really? Which one? American National. Oh, wow. I never... Wow, that's that's new. So I was... Because many... Most of insurance problems come from those other guys. Now... American National uh, is not the problem, though, but this agent, why did he refer this one company? Did he say, hey, we have good luck with this company? She's actually somewhat a friend of mine now. Um, She said, well, you know, I've 
given his name to a couple other people. Okay. And, you know, he's done good work. He's a little slow, but he's done, you know, decent work. What's the problem? Well, I signed the contract in September 2019. Oh, my and, goodness. Yes. And the work was supposed to be done within two months, according to the contract. And I was not supposed to pay for any of the work until the job is done, according to the contract. And late in 2019, early 2000, or they took my rear deck off my house. My deck was 14 by 7-ish. They took the deck off and they left it secured, only the roof secured by a 4 by 4. And... They refused to finish any of the work on my house, so they left that deck like that Linda, for a very long Linda, time. Linda, why did they refuse yeah. to finish? Did they need money? Well, they told me I had to pay for work that they hadn't even completed yet. All right. Let me ask you what you have paid so far. Over $17,000. What was the total job going to cost? Um, around thirty. Okay. Now... For the seventeen thousand, did you get seventeen thousand dollars worth of work? Yes, I believe I did. But now they refuse to finish. Right, they refuse to finish because let me. At being an IT auditor, I every time they I went to pay them, I created a spreadsheet, and in the spreadsheet it says, "Here's what. Here's what the total cost was." Here's what I'm paying you, and here's what I'm holding, and the reason and why I'm holding. Hey, man, you know what? That's pretty cool, Linda. You're sticking up for yourself. I wish more homeowners did that. Hold on, and let's figure out what went wrong and where we can help. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. No long term contract when listing your home because he's confident you'll be happy with his results. You got teenagers ready to get their driver's license? Young drivers can cost you a fortune on your auto policy. The guys at Compass might be able to save you thousands compared to your current company. Call Compass now 303 771 HELP. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. Waterpros.net. It would behoove you to take down that website and look them up. Paul the Waterman. Now, I'm going to say something I don't often say, but it just happens to be in this field, okay? Not all fields I can say this. Paul is the only one I would deal with with water treatment and conditioning because the industry is riddled with liars, cheats, and ripoffs. Now, as I said, I can't say that about a lot because there's a lot of good people in a lot of categories, but when it comes to water treatment, water conditioning, water filtration, there's a bunch of liars, cheats, and ripoffs. Paul the Waterman, Paul Dowding, stands above all of those. He is the best. The best systems at the lowest prices. Let me give you an idea. A full whole house water conditioning system. Under 
$2,000 fully installed. And it's computerized, low maintenance. Paul the Waterman, look for him at waterpros.net. In fact, let me just give out the number. He'll service anything you may have had already. You may have had a ripoff system put in. It's not working right. He'll get it working right. Waterpros.net, 303-862-5554, 862-5554. I love having great companies that I deal with. I love it. Now, I really, we really have a problem here, man. This driver shortage is going nuts. Ken's got a comment on that. Linda, I'll be right back to you on that property. I want to help you. Okay, I do with that contractor. In fact, one of my deputies is working on it right now, and we're going to continue. So hold on. Ken, what's your comment on the driver shortage? Ken. Well, good morning, Tom. It's not so much a driver shortage. It's the lack of what companies want to pay these drivers ah. and the amount of hours that they want to work. We're, we're allowed to work 70 hours a week, and they push you to that 70 hours. Well, they make the money sound good, but when you divide all that money up, you're making less than $12 an hour driving a truck. And I've been doing this for 38 years, and I am so glad that my company realizes that, and I've been with this company over 20 years. That where where do you drive, care. Ken? Do you drive over the road? I drive in the Midwest. I drive like a triangle from Denver to Kansas City to Minneapolis to St. Louis and home. Wow. And I'm on my way back home now, and I have a scheduled route. I've been with my company, like I said, over 20 years. And, like, that gasoline shortage for the guy down in Castle Rock, um, they get paid a percent, not a percentage, per load. So if they're driving from the refinery in Commerce City going down to Castle Rock and back, they might only make 50 bucks a load, but it's going to cost, it's going to be, you know, four and a half, five hours. Well, then they you have know, to so raise, you, then you, they're going to have to raise the prices all around to pay truck drivers more, you're saying. And while these companies are making the money, okay, they are, uh, because we, during, uh, let me say, uh, when they had the shortage of drivers a few years ago, and they would say, well, we can't get drivers, and freight was just sitting on the docks because nobody would haul the freight for what these companies wanted to pay it. So they raised the rates, they left the driver's wage the same, because these common carriers, really, they'll lie to you to get you in the door to get a job. We're going to pay you so much. But then you end up sitting and away from your family, and you're just not, the, the what you're getting paid does not equal to what you should be getting paid for the hours that you have to work. I get it, man, and I appreciate you listening and Ken, one quick question. After 38 years, do you have a bad back? No, actually, I don't. My company, I'm telling you, uh, safety and everything like that, uh, if I have a bad seat in the truck, they take care of it. Wow, good, good, good. Thank you. Now, Deputy Scott has a follow-up on Jenny. Let me explain this, or Deputy Dollar, I should call him. That's his nickname. Now, American Home right. Warranty, uh, her carrier AC went out three weeks ago. They showed up once. Eight, day la eight days later, they sent uh, a specialist. Uh, showed up, I mean, eight days later. And then a specialist after that. And so far, nothing. So what happened? Did you get any action on that, Deputy Dollar? 
Well, Tom, good morning. Good Unfortunately, morning. these um, these warranty home warranty companies are like you said on Tuesday. They're just a disaster. I did speak to them multiple times, and on Monday of this week, they denied the claim because of pre-existing conditions. Uh, see, did I predict that or what? Yes, you did. I predicted it. Here, Here's the point. Do you realize when you get a home warranty and this house was used about 10 years old or whatever, okay, she's right. getting a home warranty that excludes, listen to what it excludes. Steve, you're an attorney. I want you to listen to this. Here's what the warranty excludes. Ready? All pre-existing conditions, owner abuse, normal wear and tear. Hold on. That's what it excludes. Okay. Now listen, and it's a 10 year old house, let's say. So she's paying a premium based on, let's say five or six major items. And all of those things are excluded. What's, what's covered. Well, Tom, at the end of the day, it yes. sounds like nothing may be covered. A counselor, what's covered? Normal wear and tear is not covered. Previous uh, previous opinion is what? I don't know. I know. And and here's the thing. They are paying they are paying a premium to be covered and they don't know what's covered until after it breaks down and then it's turned down and that's American home warranty. They suck. Actually, Tom, it's first American home warranty. Okay, thank you. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Sure. Now listen, man, I, I don't I, something's got to be done. I, we got to go on a campaign against home warranties. We do. Against home warranties. That poor woman. I'm pissed off. I really am. By the way, do you have any other follow-ups, Deputy Dollar? I know you work hard. Harder than Deputy Doc, for sure. Go ahead. <laughs> no, so I did get the company no comment. to agree to a, to a refund. Oh. And then I suggested, Yeah. Good. That's better than a hot stick in the face. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they're going to give. And, okay, uh, good, 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 good. They won't cover it, though. give her this morning Plumline's number. Okay, now, yeah. She had an appointment with a, with a different HVAC contractor for Monday. Good. She called Plumline, and she mentioned the show, and they were able to come out on Saturday uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. Good. And take a look at her unit. All she right. Carrier unit, so. Thank you. That's right Deputy up. Dollar, I appreciate all of that. I'm Tom Martino. We have more coming up. Did you know the guys at Compass do an insurance checkup for me every year? They check my homeowners, my automotive, and find me the best coverage at the absolute best price. Call Compass now. 303-771-HELP. One name is above all when buying or selling your home. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. All right, listen, we got a lot happening here, and we will continue to help. Now, Linda, by, oh, and have Mark hang on there. I will take him. I'm not avoiding him. Linda, um, this yes. is a, a, a problem, but, but here's, it's not so serious if 
this property key LLC, if you got $17,000 worth of work and you paid $17,000, are you guys willing to just part company and you can get someone else? Well, here's the problem. Okay. Um, they contracted to do my decks for a certain dollar amount. And when I tried to contract another company, I also, when I say I got $17,000 worth of work, maybe I better restate that. I have several issues on that $17,000 worth of work. For example, my stucco has cracks everywhere. Okay, so here's what and I want to ask you then. I, I, I know where you're going with this. Let me ask you then. So if you had to repair, let's just say this now. Remember, if you, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for what you would have expected. If you had to go back to the work that's already done and correct it, would it be very expensive? Extremely expensive. Okay, well then that would take away from it. So let's say you got seventeen thousand dollars worth of work, but how many? How, what would it take to fix it? Um, I'm having a huge issue because of, if you want to call it COVID. No, I understand. Okay. There's a shortage of labor, but give me. Do you have a rough idea of what it would take to fix it? Probably. Um, that same $17,000. Oh, dear, then you got zero. Okay. Okay, so you're telling me everything has to be redone, basically everything. Pretty much everything, yep. Oh, come on. So you had half the work done, half the work done, but it all has to be redone. Correct. So I got the roof done and the roof is not as bad as it could be. So I'll give them that. There are quite a few issues like they put flashing on. Okay. We need to get someone to evaluate this. Where are you located? In Fountain. Uh, There was was an inspector that came out. And what did he say? And he didn't list everything on his report because it was hired by... Um, proper key, the inspector was, but he pretty he basically said there were quite a few issues. Their own inspector said uh, their, there are many issues. Yes. What? It, okay, hold on, Linda. If their own inspector said there's a lot of issues, why did prop? Why did this company send them out there? My point exactly, but the guy that came out as an inspector, I really respected. No, I get it. But why did Property Key send them out there? Did you threaten to sue or something? Yes. Well, they placed the lien on my house, and now they have, quote, a court court judgment that I have to fight. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to get it. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. So I'm going to tell you something, Linda. We one time had someone get so ripped off, it was so obvious that it was scary, but the contractor went in and fought the homeowner, and because the homeowner did not have an attorney, they killed her on procedure and ended up that this homeowner practically lost the home. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You need an attorney. You absolutely need an attorney to help you on this. 
But before you do that, we need I need to know what they're doing. Are they are they want to foreclose on you then? They want to take this lien to the max, don't yeah. they? Well, you got yeah. so they're claiming that they did not get paid for the work they did. Right. Correct. What they're saying that for the three thousand some odd dollars that I held back for issues. No, wait a minute. You said wait, you said you paid seventeen on a thirty thousand dollar contract. Well, that was the, what I'm saying. Three thousand was on the trades that they started that had issues. All right, here's what I want to know: If you said it would take seventeen grand to fix, why would you only withhold three thousand? Well, because I wasn't aware that the stucco was cracking. Okay, Linda, you know, what I want to know I, is power is property key LLC. Are they willing to work this out at all? They told me to pay them $9,000, and that's it. They'll no, but they, the they won't finish the job? No. Nope. I, want, I want one of our deputies to handle this, Dano. We got we to gotta get somebody on this. Maybe Deputy uh, Smarty Pants can do it. I'm trying to be even how I spread these around. Dano, you hear me? Let's try this. Hold on a second. We're going to get someone to work on this off the air. I'm Tom Martino. We have Larson Tax Relief coming up with more information on passports in jeopardy. Ripped off. Bad news. You need advice so you don't have to lose. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Yep, as they say, the troubleshooter gonna help the common man. Welcome to the show, folks. We got all kinds of things happening here. 303-713-TALK. I ought to mention, you know, Steve Moss... And the Steve Moss agency, he's the one that did the sound alike open for us. And he's really cool. He really is. He's even a brewer, too. We're going to be talking about him in the future, Steve Moss. It's Moss Creative. Anyway, let's, uh, let's continue our show, all right? Here's the bottom line. I want to bring up one main deal here. I don't like home warranties. I never have. No matter which one they are. I don't like them. Home warranties, and here's why, and please excuse the repetition. If you're a regular listener, there are many new people that need to know this. I'm going to give a very quick example. Let's say that you buy a home warranty based on five major components in your home. Furnace, AC, dishwasher, whatever. Five major components. Let's just say that. All right, one, two, three, four, five. Now, you're paying a premium. Let's, I'm just making this easy. These are not real numbers. But let's say you pay $50 a month, $10 per appliance, per major component. $50 a month for this, uh, for this warranty based on five components. You pay it for three years. Then something goes wrong with component number three. And they say it's not covered. Why? Because I had a pre-existing condition. Do they give you a refund on that part of the premium you've been paying for three years? No. Do do they reduce the premium going forward? No. So now you're only covered for one, two, four, and five. 
Okay, now you do that. A couple more years. And something goes wrong with number two. And they say that's not covered. Owner abuse or normal wear and tear, whatever. Do they give you a refund? No. Do they credit you going forward? No. So now you only have coverage for one, four, and five. And in fact, it could be you have coverage for nothing. But you don't know until you put in a claim. So a home warranty company is saying, pay us now. Find out what's covered later. That's the honest-to-God way they work. Does that mean they never pay a claim? Of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. They pay claims. But the point is, they can turn down almost any claim. They get to control their bottom line. So what's excluded in a home warranty? Normal wear and tear. Pre-existing condition, lack of maintenance, owner abuse or abuse. That basically spells out most everything that can go wrong. So it sucks. Now, here's the way I think a home warranty company should operate. They should go to a home and do an initial inspection and decide at that point what they will and will not cover. Then when I pay a premium, it's a real number based on a real coverage. Imagine having other kinds of insurance that works the way homeowners or uh, warranties work right now. Imagine that. Imagine having, I mean, it's, it's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. But I asked anyone who had good luck with them to let me know. And of course, as I said, they must pay some claims. So let's talk to Mark. He wants to talk about this. Hi, Mark. 303-713-TALK-713-8255 is our number. Can you tell me about your experience, Mark? You have kudos. Yeah, Tom. I have a company that I use. Uh, It came initially for a year with the house. I bought a rental in Texas, uh, and a seller paid for it, and I've continued it ever since. They have not refused a single claim. Can you explain or can you tell me some of the claims they paid, Mark? Sure. They uh, they replaced my garage door opener for the price of the call-out. Uh, no additional charge for the actual unit. Um, well, how much How much was the call-out, by the way? $69. X, oh, okay. So, so it's, wait, it's $69? It's $69 a month and $69 for each call? Yeah, 52 a month and then 69 for the Okay, call-out. 52 and 69. All right, so for 69 bucks. And 59, okay, they probably broke even there. That's pretty good. What else did they pay for? Yeah. They, they replaced my thermostat. They practically rebuilt my 20-year-old air conditioner. Wow. Um, they, you know, over, over a couple calls, but they practically replaced everything but the outer cage. Now, listen, I want to say something. Yours is a bit more expensive than many of them, but if you're having good luck with it, you're having good luck with it. I want to know the name, but before you give me the name, I want to caution people. Please, I'm not recommending them or endorsing them. This is Mark's personal experience. Go ahead, Mark. What's the name? One Guard. Okay. Now, I appreciate it. Have you ever sought them out for any other properties you have? Uh, no, it's just the one that eventually retired to it. But... Okay. And what is it called? One Guard Warranty Company? 
Yep, just one guard. Yep, I got an app. I just plug in the app with all the information and uh, what's going on, and they post. They, they call me and say, hey, we have someone coming out tomorrow. Thank you. I appreciate it, Mark. Uh, anybody else, if you have great experiences, let me know, or nightmares, of course. Steve Sissick is with us from Larson Tax Relief. We mentioned off the air, somebody heard it on YouTube, our YouTube crowd or our Facebook crowd, about penalties. One of the things Steve mentioned that happened to someone, one of his clients, they withhold a passport if you owe money. I didn't know that, Steve. Is that for any amount at any time, or is that just when you owe a bunch? It can be for any amount. Uh, Usually it's only for people that owe a bunch and that for people are not in agreements to. So you could end up thinking you're going on vacation and they nix it. Do they warn you? Yeah. So they'll send you a notice. It actually comes from the State Department. It doesn't come from the IRS. The State Department will say, we we know you have a a balance. You need to take care of it. Your passport is. That's amazing. So they will penalize you with a passport by take, I mean, excuse me, by taking away your passport. Well, they will prevent you from getting a new passport or they'll prevent you from renewing a passport. And so this is what happened to my client. Wait, wait. So if you have a passport that has a lot of time on it, you can travel. You can, yeah. Oh, they don't put an alert out on it. Right, so if you leave the country and they say, you just can't can't get a new one. You just can't renew or get a new one. Exactly, exactly. Anything else they penalize you with government-wise, can they take your Social Security? They can garnish your Social Security. What? Oh, yeah. You can garnish your Social Security up to a certain amount. And uh, actually, they'll try to take 75%. They're not legally allowed to do that. Um, but they will try, and then you have to go back and fight them, and they can back that off. Another big one is your driver's license or your contractor's license. States can seize and limit those. So if you owe sales taxes, they can uh, you know, limit the right. use of your, um, your driver's license. Things like that's that. Steve Sizzik. Yeah. And if you have a tax problem, that's why we have Larson Tax Relief. And the number is 844-LARSON-TAX. Now, Linda. This is another Linda. Linda, I'm glad you called back or we called you back or whatever the situation. This sounds dire for your business. Let's talk about what's going on, Linda. Well, this has actually been going on since the whole time we've owned the building for almost 19 years. Oh, how do you exist like that? Because <laughs> we have good stuff. No, like what, what, what shop are you talking What do you own? What's your, your place? Well, we're Daylight Donuts in Decono, and we're in a shopping center, and there's a, a space between our building and the next building for entrance and exit. And from the moment that a window was put at the other building, they've always had to use other people's property to make the window function. It wait, does not wait, have a wait, designated wait. lane. They have a drive-up uh, window at the other place? Yes. What's the name of the place? It's a liquor store. And they have a drive-up window, and it yes. uses, it encroaches on your, what part encroaches on your property? Well, between their building and ours is what they call common access. So it's an entrance and an exit. But when you say common, to... you mean common to the development? Yes. Well, no, I personally own it. These uh, buildings were condoed out, so to speak. So I own my building and the land around it, and I recently paid almost $2,000 to repave no, my section but, but that I Linda, own. No, but Linda, I'm asking a question for my clarification. You own an area adjacent to your building that the other building is using. Yes. It's your space. You own it. Are you sure under the condo rules 
you do not allow access to others. There are no condo rules. There's no association. All right, so you could fence it off because you own it. Well, if I fence it off, that prohibits uh, regular customers entering the shopping center. See what I'm saying? All right, hold on. You you own the entrance to the entire shopping center. No, I own one of the entrances. Okay, all right. So people can come to go to your business or anyone else's business. Yes. Wait a minute. So, so you could could you block that access or not? No, I don't want to block the access. No, I, I'm I just asking. If you own it, can you block it? You own it. Yes, I. How I do guess. you? Okay, we'd have to see how you own it. Hold, but the bottom line is: is that access being used for a drive-up window? Yes. The whole access or part of it? Well, what people do is they go, they drive like they're going to exit, but instead they stop and I they get it. park I get and it. wait for the window. Now, does that block the, the exit when someone is at that drive-up window? When they're not at when they're at the window, but when they're waiting for That's it. That's what I mean. So when a, line, when a line forms at the liquor store drive-up window, it blocks the common area used for exiting. Yes. But there is another exit? Well, there is, but it's up by I get it. It's a whole different it's a whole different area, but there is another right. exit. Which is hard to get to. That's why people are using Linda, this one I more. get it. I get it, Linda. I'm just asking a question. That, so sure. are there two other exits or just one other? I think there's two. There's one on uh, two sides for the grocery store. There's so grocery total store total number of entrances and exits, how many? Three. All right. Hold on. We got more coming up. I'm going to get right to you. Let's figure out what to do about this. Don't automatically renew insurance ever. You could be paying way too much. Get free comparisons on all your policies. No obligation insurance checkup. Call Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Frank Duran will show you how to time, position, and bracket your contract. This protects your best interest and helps you net more money on the sale of your home. Frank Duran with REMAX Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255, here to help you solve problems, to answer questions, and to take complaints. And I want to say something. We are working on all of these problems behind the scenes. If you ever have any questions, let us know. I, I want to urge you to download SaferNet.com. That is a place you go, SaferNet.com, to download SaferNet, which is an app. It runs in the background. And what it does is protect you against all virus, all malware, and all ransomware. It's that easy. And it's only a couple dollars for each device. In fact, you can get 44 days free to try it out. Just use Tom and the promo code and let me know how you like it. It's totally free for 44 days. Do you know if the pipeline had it, they would have saved $4 million in ransom for the ransomware? Safernet.com. No joke. Safernet.com. Now, Linda owns a building in a condoed shopping center and next to her is a common area for exit and entrance 
and the drive-up window next door blocks that exit and entrance. Does it directly affect your business, Linda? Well, yes, people get, customers get frustrated that they can't get to me because then they have to go to the other end of the shopping center to get to my business. And I want to see the pics, the pics, and I believe you did send them to us. So I see the liquor store. And so when they line up there, what does it block between the two, that space between the buildings? Well, that's the other problem is the window doesn't have a designated lane. So people approach the window from different angles. Some people come passenger side. Some people cut across and block the exit and entrance. Some people line up against the wall. So it has multiple directions that they access. And I'll bet you a million dollars if you look on your survey, that property you say you own is part is is an easement and i'll bet you you grant access i'm not saying that gives them a right to do what they're doing if anything it strengthens your argument you know what i'm saying because oh, because I agree they're blocking it they're blocking it for everyone you know this drive up window people can approach from all over i mean there is i mean where, how are they supposed to approach really real i mean what is the proper way to approach there is no designated lane. People have you ever just look? Have you ever just talked to them? Yes. Well, what do they say? The city says it's okay, so we're going to do it. I talked. But to the, the city, city has no jurisdiction on your private property. The site plan for like the use of a building. So they say that the site plan, uh, their window predates any rules or regulations or zoning uh, for a window. So they can't make them shut it down. So the city wouldn't talk to me. I hired a lawyer to talk to the city and they wouldn't respond. All right. These people, these people are out and out blocking access to that shopping center. Yes. Even if they lined up on the street outside and then waited and not blocked the alley, just kept, you know, not blocked the entrance. It's common sense. You know, there are a lot of Starbucks drive-ins that do this. What does your attorney say about suing the liquor store? That it would cost lots of money. What kind of business do you have? Donuts. Do you have a drive-up? No. And your donut shop right there, your donut shop, do they drive in the front and park? You know, um, is that where they, you know, not, you, yeah. Do they drive up and park and walk in and get donuts? Yes, I have a, a, about 12 spaces in front Do of my Do you have a parking. way to have a drive-up window? No, I was told that I could not because that that's an emergency uh, fire lane that I could not but have wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the same lane these people are, are blocking? Yes. That same lane where I see that pickup truck in line for beer or liquor is blocking the same fire lane they say you can't use. Yes. All right. Listen, Deputy Doc, we need to call the city of Decono. Seriously. And here's what I would say to them. Why would you allow that business when they have drive up to block 
that entrance, which is also a fire lane. I mean, it's a pretty obvious. Do you, did you see the photos, Doc? I'm going to post them, by the way, to uh, show me trouble in a little while. And if people go to show me trouble, our new Instagram that shows trouble, you're going to see the dead little puppy Yorkie that died from negligence, according to the owner. You're also going to see a used condom and chicken that turned out to be probably not a used condom. Hold on, Linda. We're going to work on this. Hold on. And more with Larson Tax Relief coming up. There's a reason Frank Duran sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell all year. He's a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Simply put, he'll sell your property for more money. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't pay more than you have to. Free insurance comparisons. Call Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Steve Sissick is with us from Larson Tax Relief. Steve, someone, an emailer wants a question or a commenter online, wants to know, have you ever heard of anyone, like some of these commercials they hear, where people do an offer and compromise and, and like they end up paying nothing? Does that really happen? So first, I would caution anybody who hears on the radio, you know, pennies on the dollar. Usually, if something's too good to be true, it sounds like that way it is. But but you but yeah. even you guys, there are times can you can. Now, happen? I respect yeah. you mm-hmm. for not doing that kind of advertising. Right. You never tell me, hey, Tom, tell people we're going to get them, um, you know, uh, pennies on the dollar or no tax. You don't. But yet there are special cases. Yeah, what I mean, are they? Let me tell you a situation right now that I'm dealing yeah. with and one that does actually qualify for that type of thing. Yeah. Um, I've got a client. They were had a large a large business, multinational business. And the client ended up failing. He's got taxes in every state in the nation. He owes the IRS several million, tens of millions of dollars. Okay. He is retired. He has, he's 85. He, he's living on a fixed income with his wife. He owes... A bank, big box bank, $15 million on a judgment that is in front of any IRS debt that he has. Why would it be in front of an IRS debt, though? I thought judgments, the IRS takes the cake. Nope. First in time, first in right. Even so, with the IRS, when, they don't go ahead. absolutely right. Yeah, right. The only thing that could uh, subvert that would be a property tax lien. Okay. Right? So this particular client, I will be able to do an offer and compromise for him, and I will save him $15 million, quote, unquote, IRS couldn't collect dime one from him because they'd have no authority to collect in front of that bank. And so I'll file this offer and I will relieve him and his estate of the mess. And I could put up a billboard and say, yeah, I got this great offer and compromise. But guess what? The IRS is getting more money than they would through the offer than, than if I just left it alone. Yeah, so that I is see. the guy that qualifies, and those, and so yes. When you so, but what about a what about a widow? Do you ever have innocent spouses? Just point the mic to your face. Oh, I'm sorry. Just, no, yes. no, that's good. Okay. Now, what about like a widow? Like so, yes, a widow would be another one. Um, and, and obviously, when there's a widow, the estate has some, you know, some assets in it. Is there such thing as innocent spouse? Yes, there is. What does that Absolutely. mean? So there's two two things. Innocent spouse is someone who had no idea. 
what was going on with respect to what their spouse was doing. Okay. Right? And that's a little bit hard to prove because right. if you file a joint return, you sign it. And so you can't plead, you know, you really have to think like, right. I was forced to sign this and right. I really didn't look at it. Yeah, under duress or whatever. Right. The other one is called injured spouse. Oh. And this is actually a relevant one that I file a lot. And that's when, um, for example, a, um, a spouse has a business and they're assessed a bunch of individual liabilities. Those liabilities have then now been collected for his business, not hers, and then she actually, her refund goes towards his debt. So she's being injured by his malfeasance. I can file a form for her to say, look, my portion of this refund should never have been seized because it's not my debt. Okay. Completely different thing, but actually works a lot more often than an innocent spouse because it's hard to prove that that other spouse was innocent because you have to prove that, one, they didn't know about it, and two, they didn't benefit from you know the spouse's use of you know non-payment of taxes. Okay. And usually that's very hard to prove. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Oh, uh, our callers, uh, one wanted to know about Mike, wanted to know about underinsured, uninsured motorists. Do you know what he wanted to know? Um, I do know that there's some confusion there. Dano, do you know what the question was? He, he was asking if it was worth it. Okay. Are underinsured yes. and... Always worth it. Always. Ap- it is the one coverage. There are two coverages people should never, ever, ever, ever decline. They're worth every penny. One is underinsured and uninsured. That's, that's together. The other one is MedPay. MedPay pays medical claims for you or your passengers with no questions asked as to fault up to whatever you're covered. So med pay is something that, in my opinion, is a must, and it's cheap. So med pay is something you need. Now, you can work out who's at fault later on, and if it turns out the other party's at fault, fine. But MedPay pays immediately, no questions asked. That's MedPay. The other thing uh, you want is UMUI, which stands for uh, underinsured or uninsured. Now, why is under and uninsured so important? Well, it's easy. If you have somebody who runs into you and you have a pain and suffering claim, They almost never have enough money to pay your full injuries unless they're very wealthy. Let me, wealthy people carry enough to cover themselves so they don't get into their personal assets. But most people in the world only cover the minimum. So chances are, if you have a pain and suffering claim, that means you've had extraordinary injuries and loss of enjoyment of life it's automatically going to run into the hundreds of thousands, even for someone making just regular wages. If that happens, they almost assuredly never have enough money. That's where you go into underinsured or uninsured coverage. The underinsured in that is as important as the uninsured because it covers either. But here is something a lot of people misunderstand about uninsured, underinsured. It's not for property damage. It's not even for medical bills. It's for pain and suffering. Pain and suffering is a separate category of injury. And what uninsured and underinsured 
coverage says is, let's say you were going to sue someone and you went to John Fuller at Fuller Law, your attorney, and you said, let's sue Joe Blow. I was just in an accident. And John looks over at Joe Blow and says, Tom, we can get a judgment for $10 million against Joe Blow and never get it. He doesn't have anything. The only thing we're going to get from Joe Blow is possibly his policy limits, which are, let's say, $25.50. He, so you get fifty grand. And if you don't make a settlement for $50, you are not going to get anything. So then he says to you, or to me if I'm going to John Fuller, do you have underinsured coverage? Yes, I do. And he'll put in a claim there to get the rest, or at least some of the rest. So you know how... Steve Sissick just here said he could brag about pennies on the dollar with tax settlements, but it wouldn't be totally above board. So when you hear commercials, hey, we're the tax settlement people, you call us, we've done away with millions of dollars of debt. That might be true, but those were in cases where the IRS wouldn't have gotten paid anyway. But Larson Tax Relief does the real deal. They really make realistic settlements. And sometimes they are, you know, offers and compromise that are pennies on the dollar. Now, how does that relate to this? Well, the same thing goes with car accidents. You hear attorneys brag about getting a million-dollar settlement or a $25 million settlement. Now, or, or excuse me, judgment. What would happen? Okay, you get a $25 million judgment against ants in there. Ants is our board op. I love ants. He's a hardworking dude. Tell me what a $25 million judgment against ants will get you. What will it get you? Huh? Nothing. It's not because ants is a deadbeat. He's not. He's a hardworking dude. But ants and about 90% of all Americans are like that. And you're not going to get collect. You're not going to collect on a multi-million dollar judgment. So what do you get? Nothing. You get either his policy limits or nothing. So when people brag about judgments, it's not the judgment that is important. It's the collectability of that judgment. And if you collect it, Tom, is there a cap on on pain and suffering from underinsured or uninsured? Because I know with medical malpractice claims, there's a cap on medical malpractice for pain and suffering. Is there one with uninsured? Do you know? Okay, first of all, the states determine caps on all damages. And you said there is a cap on malpractice. But then you ask, is there a cap on uninsured motorist coverage? The cap wouldn't come from the uninsured motorist coverage. You can't cap coverage. You only cap losses. So if you were suing um, someone for something... And there was a cap in that category, like on malpractice, there's a cap. You don't put um, laws don't place caps on insurance. They place caps on the types of injuries. And in this state, we do have caps on death. We do have caps on medical malpractice. We do have caps on many things. And that's another thing. Some of these caps around the country are artificially low and people can never be adequately compensated for their losses. So there's a lot to consider. So with uninsured, underinsured motorist coverage, the only cap is your coverage limit, whatever your coverage limit is. So if you have a million dollars, 
you can get up to a million dollars if the category you're collecting on is not capped. But I don't know of many capped losses other than there's one. I, I mean, Colorado has some capped losses, but um, you know that from being a doctor that there's a capped um, for you on on pain and suffering. Yes, not on medical bills or other things, but as far as pain and suffering goes, there's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar cap. For malpractice. Not for malpractice, for pain and suffering. Well, yeah, but if, uh, resulting from malpractice. Right. There's got to be malpractice to right. have the pain but, and suffering. But if someone is disabled and needs care for the rest of their life, there's no cap on that. Oh, I get it. I get it. But the uh, the extra component of pain and suffering. Is, is at a quarter of a million. All right. We got more coming up. Time for a little troubleshooter trivia. Who does Mark Major and Tom Martino use anytime they buy property in Colorado? Who sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell in a year? And who's a certified negotiation expert with over 26 years' experience? You know the answer. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't ever trust a cowboy with clean boots, a plumber with clean hands, or insurance with no comparisons. Free insurance checkups. Call Compass Insurance. Home and Auto, 303 303- 771 help. I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303 713 talk, 303 713 8255. Let's talk about your problems, questions, and complaints and do what we can to help you. Um, again, we're having a lot of questions about. Um, personal injury inquiries about personal injury and limits because we brought it up and it is a good thing to talk about. We're trying to get John Fuller on from Fuller law and he'll talk about personal injury caps. We also have Steve Sizik with us from uh, Larson tax relief and Larson that it is a company you call when you have tax problems. Like if some, if somebody uh, gets an IRS notice, they're going to levy your property or do a collection or a garnishment, you know, contact them. They can give you advice. Now, if you owe a lot of money, they can do negotiating. They take it over. They take it on their shoulders and do all the negotiating, find out the problem. You're, you're almost always going to do better with them than on your own. They're 844 Larson Tax. We have another hour to go. I urge you to get your calls in. And we're going to talk about your problems, questions, and complaints before the long weekend. Ripped off, bad news. You need advice so you don't have to lose. We'll come running just as fast as we can. Troubleshooter's gonna help the common man. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. Welcome to the show, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. We are here to help you solve your problems, answer your questions, take your complaints. I've been doing it for 40 years, recovering hundreds of millions of dollars for people. You know, I really do love what I do, and I want you to call with any suggestions you have for improving the show, and I mean that sincerely. I also want you to help me out here. If you know of scams going on, let us know. Now, Show Me Trouble is an Instagram account we established just for showing trouble. It would be great if you tag us there. Now, we had someone tag us there on broken dishes. They feel that the consumer is doing a scam on the moving company. We also have some other interesting cases. We have one where a fence, uh, no, a tree contractor uh, broke down a fence doing repairs. We also have someone said she found a condom in chicken. 
and uh, a little Yorkie puppy. We have a picture of a little Yorkie puppy that the owner says was killed by a vet clinic's negligence. And the vinyl siding, that's one. The vinyl siding is crazy. That's where they painted their siding. Anyone with vinyl siding better look at this. They painted their siding, and a day later, it rippled and buckled. You can't believe the photos. And that's because many paints cannot be used on vinyl. That's important. Now, by the way, this hour brought to you by Harris Family Law. What is Harris Family Law? They do divorce, domestic. uh, They do all kinds of law and, and child support and that. Here's what's important about these guys. They do something called collaborative law. They actually reach out to the other party, even before anything happens, and they say, listen, we do collaborative law, and they agree never to file any additional motions or anything, and everything is discussed and worked out uh, without a lot of conflict. They also um, will do unbundled services. That means that they'll do as much or as little as you want in the divorce to keep costs down. Or... If you want, they can do the whole thing. The other thing, free webinars every Wednesday night. Here's their number for consultations, including an early neutral review, which, by the way, is a review of what a divorce looks like. They take a neutral view and they say, okay, here's what to expect here. Here's what to expect there. This is what this will cost. This is what you will get. It's all very, very uh, neutral to give you an idea if you want to go through with it. HarrisFamilyLaw.com, 303-515-5000, 515-5000. Let's go to the phones. Mike, you want to talk about uninsured motorists? Go ahead, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, a while back, you were speaking about uninsured motorist uh, insurance maybe not being needed if a person had collision, comprehensive liability, the full coverages. And I was, uh, unfortunately, I had to away from the radio and I missed part of that Oh show. my goodness, Mike, I don't believe I have ever said that there is a time you should not have it. I Here's what I do believe. In all cases, in all cases, you need underinsured and uninsured motorist coverage, which is one in together. It's one endorsement. It's okay. under and uninsured motorist coverage, and then also medical payments, another endorsement I believe in. I think what you heard me say is if you have collision coverage for your car, you do not need uninsured motorist property damage. There is a tiny little insurance people don't know about called uninsured property damage. It covers your car in the event you are struck by someone who is uninsured. But you don't need it if you have collision coverage, because that's what collision coverage covers. Okay. See, uninsured property damage are for people who are driving around and could never afford another car. Or, you know, it doesn't cover them if they hit a tree. It doesn't cover them if a deer runs out. You know, that's, I mean, comprehensive might, but that doesn't. But let's say someone runs in and destroys their car. A lot of people think, oh, don't worry, I have uninsured motorist coverage. If you're not insured, I'm going to get my car fixed. 
And uninsured motorist coverage or underinsured motorist coverage never covers the car. It covers pain and suffering. It stands in the place of the other person should you decide you need to sue somebody, but that somebody doesn't have insurance or they're underinsured. Your insurance company steps in their shoes and you get a settlement with your own insurance company, but that's only for pain and suffering. Now, when it comes to property damage, many times people get what's called uninsured property damage. And what it is, is that it's exactly what it says. In those rare circumstances, you're hit by someone with no insurance and you don't have collision, it will cover your car. Okay. So that makes, that makes perfect sense. Yes. Thank you. I apologize. Like I said, no, I no, no problem. Office. In uh, fact, you, I have. Can I ask one other quick oh, question? Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. Your opinion on these insurance companies sell umbrella policies uh, for like an additional yep. million dollars of coverage. Yep. What is your opinion on that? Okay. Money-wise, they're the cheapest, best insurance you can buy. Umbrellas. But umbrellas are funny. For example. If, if you're involved in a high-risk activity, you may think, wow, this is cheap. I'm going to get a $5 million umbrella for a few hundred bucks. But you must look closely at the umbrella. They have exceptions. For example, highly risky stuff they may exclude. Or they may require you already have hefty insurance, and they will only put an umbrella over hefty insurance. For example, you're not going to get 15, 25,000 minimums with car insurance and get an umbrella to cover you. You need probably enough coverage that they feel comfortable. So whatever it is, I have a $5 million or a $10 million umbrella. Now, what that means is they require me to have certain coverages underneath. If anything happens in any one of those areas of my life, the umbrella will step in and pick up the gap. You should only insure with an umbrella if you're collectible. Now, I'm not claiming to be some rich guy. Here's what I'm claiming. I have too many fingers and too many pies for me to be hassled by people trying to come after me. So I need an umbrella that can make a, a settlement. Um, and so if you were uncollectible, if you're on Social Security and you don't own a lot, you don't have to insure a lot. You really have to insure your future because uh, if you have a college fund for your kids, they can take that in a heartbeat. You need you need insurance to cover what you can lose. That's a good way of putting it. Right. If you can't lose it, don't insure it. That's a perfect answer. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Mike. Uh, and, and again, uh, it's wise to have very little insurance if you have very little to lose. And it's stupid to have big insurance if you don't have a lot to lose. A lot of people feel like, oh, I just want to protect myself. But you don't need to protect yourself over a certain amount. For example, if you have very limited means, a really good job, but limited means, you don't have a lot of equity, you don't have a lot of stuff, and you insure for, let's say, 200000 that may seem like nothing to you. But if you get into an accident, an attorney's going to say, well, we can get a $200,000 $200, settlement or we can try to sue them. They don't want to sue you. The only time they want to sue you is if you had uh, 200000 in coverage and you're a multi-zillionaire. They're going to say, forget that coverage. We're going after the zillion. I mean, what if uh, Jeff Bezos did something negligent in his car, ran over your kids in a stroller, 
because he didn't stop for a red light. Okay, the most egregious thing you could think of, right? And on top of that, you know, when he went over, he punched you in the mouth, okay? So if something happened like that, and he's insured for 500000 and his insurance company offers to write you a check for five hundred grand. would you take it? Of course you wouldn't, because you look at it. And so where there's a disparity of coverage and wealth, there's always action. Mike, you have a comment on Show Me Trouble, which is my new Instagram I created just so people could tag me and show me pictures. One lady sent in a picture of what she thought was a used condom in her fast food chicken. Did you look at it, Mike? No, I didn't, but I'm wondering, why does a chicken need a condom? Yeah, <laughs> a chicken doesn't need a condom, obviously. I know what you're saying, and you know what, though? When you look at it closely, it's really not a condom. It was pretty sensational when we first heard it, but then when we got a different angle and she took up a close-up, it looks like a, a, a finger off of a rubber or latex glove, and it looks like the blood that was in there came from a finger, probably, and I, I didn't see anything else in there. I mean, it really at first sounded shocking until we looked at it. But, uh, you know, again, there are things called finger cots, which are just a finger, a condom, for lack of a better word, that covers up a bandage or something. But that wasn't this, I don't think, because you can see kind of where it was torn. If you look at Show Me Trouble, you'll see a number of photos up there now that uh, we're, we're trying to grow this thing because so many times people tell us about problems and we want to look at them. So it's pretty good. 303-713-TALK. I have a question for Larson, but we're, we're going to a break. Somebody wants to know what the IRS will do on jointly owned property if one person is the only person in trouble. We'll talk about that coming up. Can they make it lousy for the other person who owns it? Your calls at 303-713-TALK. I use a compass to find my way and compass insurance to wade through the home and auto insurance maze. All policies compared and checked. I know I'm getting the best rates for my coverage. You can too. 303-771-HELP. Free, no obligation insurance checkup. 303-771-HELP. Five-star professional customer service award winner, nine years in a row. One of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. We only have a half hour left here. Get your calls in. I'll get them right in. But I'd like to know what's on your mind before the long weekend. A lot of people are taking off Friday and Monday. Including you. Uh, Yeah, we take, well, we'll we'll be on the air, though. Right. Now, jointly owned properties, Larson Tax Relief helps you with tax levies and problems and audits and back taxes and not filing for years, 844-LARSON-TAX. But Steve Sizik is with us today, and you can answer. Uh, he can answer any of your questions, by the way, without you having to call them. That, now, um, what happens with jointly owned properties? What happens? Like, you own part of a property, but not all of it, or part of an LLC, but not all of it, or part of a car, but not all of it. What happens? You see this a lot with um, couples, obviously. Um, husband and wife will own a, a personal residence jointly. Typically, if that's the case, the IRS is not going to uh, you know, force any sale or seizure of that property. They're just not going to do it. It's not equitable for the, uh, the non-liable spouse. Uh, you will see, though, if there's a jointly owned property, for example, a vacation home, 
corporate uh, corporate building, something of that nature that is uh, owned jointly between two people or a number of partners, the IRS could come in, and I've seen it before, where they will force the sale of the property, and then the partners will just have to work that out amongst themselves as far as how those remaining um, you know amounts are distributed. We obviously at large they don't force the sale of something for that. Uh, that's right. They would say, yeah, you need to you need to sell this property, or we're going to wait levy on jointly. The well, in, if the person, for example, if it's a personal residence, they're usually not going to go there. But if it's a vacation home, if it's some sort of frivolous item, they say you don't need to, to you know, carry on. Okay, living, so what about a business? What what about uh, if you chipped into a for a commercial property mm-hmm. and you both own it? Right, it's they will hard. force the sale even it, on the innocent one. It's hard for the IRS to do that, but if it gets to a point, they have the authority to say, "I will not set the individual who owes." the money on any sort of agreement and I will continue collect against them until they deal with the property. And so that means that they have to go and sell the property or have the partners buy them out of their interest okay. uh, to some But to can some they effect. put a can they put a levy on just that part of the ownership? They so can, if it's sold, he mm-hmm. they get his part. Right. So tax liens just attach to an individual or an EIN. So if a lien hits an individual, it will attach not only his current properties that he owns individually, but anything that he also owns jointly. So if that joint property were to be sold, that portion of the equity would go to the IRS. Okay. But the point I'm trying to make is if someone in an LLC or in a partnership or in a a jointly held property has an IRS thing, they can't hurt all the rest of them by making them all sell maybe at a time they don't want to sell. Right. It would it would be a very unique situation where the IRS is forcing that sale. Can they do it? Um, technically, they can't tell the other partners to sell that corporate property. They can just make it really, really bad for the the partner that owes the money. And they'll say, all right, we're just going to levy you to death until you deal with this property, or we're going to garnish your wages, or we're going to do whatever it is. And so that partner will be in a world of hurt until they deal with that asset. And so then it becomes an issue of all right, do I go to my other partners and we, you know, they buy me out or whatever the issue is so that then we can resolve the the matter with IRS. Someone like me in my office, we would prevent that from ever getting to okay, that point. Okay, good. You know. All right, uh, let's talk to Jason. Jason, what's going on, sir? Hi, Tom. How are hey, you? Hey, I'm doing good, Jason. Thank you. What's happening? I, I wanted to get a reality check from you. I'm not looking for any kind of compensation from this contractor I've got, but more a question of how long it should take to build this detached garage that I have. Um, it's 24 by 36. It's kind of an oversized three car. Um, now, now uh, this is I what did. you, this is what you want to build. No, this is what's mostly been built so far. Okay. Um, 24 by 36. It's sided to match my house, painted to match my house. Uh, interiors unfinished. There's no drywall. There's no insulation. There are two light fixtures and four outlets. We ran okay. power from my house, and we we started January thirteenth. Oh, this is a standalone. This is a standalone, right? Detached garage, yeah, outbuilding, yeah. if you will. Yeah, and it's sided with what? Oh, like wood siding to match what I have in my house. Okay, and um, is it in uh, two by six, two by four? What kind of? Uh, it's two by six. It's a uh, sixteen foot walls. It's it's taller in case I ever want to put in a, an automotive lift. Good, but no interior um, finish. What does that mean? Um, it means you you see the framing on the inside. Okay, no I got it. No drywall. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Um, there's a handful of windows. Um, and so we broke ground January thirteenth, and as of today, we're still not done. I would say we're ninety percent complete. Now, are I, you I doing this to, on your own? No, I hired a contractor. Now, is this contractor delaying or what? 
Um, I think he just hasn't made this project a priority. Um, he doesn't self-perform any work. And um, whenever I've uh, had progress made, it's because I've had to reach out to him and bug him. Okay. What's the name of the company? Uh, I'm I'm going to hold off on that. Okay. I just I, I want more of a general opinion that All right. Got um, it. A, so a like you signed you, you, it months. started in January and basically it's not like he did nothing but certainly could have been done. And so what's your question? Well, my question is um I, I'm afraid this could just keep stretching out longer and longer. It's it's almost done, but um I just want a reality check from someone who might know better. Well, this would bother me a bit. It would bother me a bit. How is the quality of what's been done already? Um, It's fine. It's acceptable. Okay. When you say it, you don't sound, that sounds lackluster to me. Is it wow or is it, what do you mean all right? Are there mistakes that you're overlooking? Um, we've had a couple issues along the way that he has remedied, and, and I think uh, my tone is just from the overall disappointment in the way the process has gone. More and important, okay, now, let's talk about this. More importantly, what was it contracted for? Contracted uh, amount, how much? How much? Uh, 42. And how much have you paid? Uh, I've paid ev- uh, everything short of 5000 Why would you do that? Um, I made payments along the way as progress was completed. Um, I, I held back. I did not give that to him all up front. Um, but I'm still holding some leverage to ensure that he has motivation. Yeah, but, I finish. mean, why did you pay that much is what I'm asking. Um, uh, just for work completed along the way. Yeah, but that doesn't. So let me ask you this. If he walked off the job, can you finish it for what's owed? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's what counts. So, so you did do some thought about this. So you oh, say, yeah. I mean, he, no, no, no. Had, you say mostly to... done. What was supposed to be done by contract? Really, is it supposed to be drywalled inside? No. Um, you know what's left, is, and it, it's been just dragging feet. All, every I get step it, man. What's left? Was, what's left? What's left is they have to come out and and backfill around it because it sits two feet above ground level, and it needs to be only four inches above ground level. Yeah, I don't need to know that. What I need to know is, did you really truly find out if five grand can finish it? Um, no. Um, All right, here's what you need to do. If it, no, here's what I need here. Here's what you need to do. You need to know exactly how much it's going to cost to finish to what the contract specified, not beyond that, but just what did you buy? Do you have enough to finish it? And if so, I would ask the guy politely to walk away and let's settle here. Let's just do it. But if there oh. are any deficiencies, you need to know that too. What part of town are you in? Uh, I am in, uh, I'm east of Lock Bowie uh, in Adams County. Okay. I'm just curious about something because you called the show. You didn't want to mention the contractor. I want to make sure it's not someone on my referral list. Because if it is on my referral list, I'm not allowing you to withhold the name. And I won't help you unless you tell me who it is. So because my referral list people are, uh, they put themselves out there as the best. So I, you don't have to hold back. It, are they a member of my referral list? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, You're not the sure. The reason I'm okay. hesitating is, is this guy has ties to the Adams County Inspector's Office. 
And I, I think along the way they well. Now that you said to... you're not sure, now you must tell off the air, Dan. And Dan, you must tell me if they're a part of the referral list or not. Referral list problems get to the top of the heap because people have trusted me to look them up there. You obviously did not do that because of that, but I still want to know if they're part of the referral list. Dan, just find that part out first. And then, Jason, what you do, if they're not part of the referral list, I mean, if they are, I can take care of everything. But if they're not part of the referral list, I want you to get an assessment of the work done and what it will take to finish it. And then ask the guy if he'd walk away. That's what I would do. Did you know Frank Duran's listings sell for thousands over the market? Frank will share with you what very few agents know. The seven critical nerve points in contract negotiations to protect your best interest and net you top dollar at closing. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. A free, no-obligation comparison of all your coverage. The Insurance Checkup, sponsored by Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. So, Jason, um, they're not on the referral list. That's good. Um, but what you need to do is get it professionally evaluated. I, would, I, I wouldn't have the guy on my job, but if you got what you paid for so far, I wouldn't wait. I would use the money and try to finish it myself or get someone else, Okay. I think I like your suggestion, and I'm going to pursue that and find out what it's going to take. Yeah, that's the good. Don't ever make a settlement without knowing that. Let's talk to John Fuller, Fuller Law. I asked about him earlier. He is our auto accident expert, also our personal injury expert when it comes to um, accidents and other reasons. And, John, we had a general discussion that came up, and I wanted to ask, in general, John, uh are there many limits to personal injury, like caps done by Colorado or around the country? Are there a lot of caps? Is that a trend? Well, that's been a trend, Tom. Good afternoon, by the way. Since, uh, since back in the late 80s, when we began a, a series of um, laws that were under the, the umbrella of tort reform, many people may have heard of that, tort reform was the idea that by by limiting the recovery available to people, that that businesses would be less impacted by the uh, by the cost of their own negligence. And so, the short answer is yes. We have caps all over the place. We have caps on medical malpractice, caps on uh, non-economic damages. We have caps on governmental claims. We have caps everywhere you turn around. But that can severely hurt a case, right? I mean. At- Absolutely, it can. It, it most definitely can hurt injured parties in, in Colorado and other states, and and that really was the intent. The intent was to protect the businesses, and 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 to not overly enrich people for you know other companies' negligence and other people's negligence. Yes. Well, is there any way around it? In extreme circumstances, there are provisions to allow you to double the caps. Uh, but but beyond that, no. Now it's it's important to note the caps only apply to certain categories of damages. So in in the case in Colorado, those caps apply to. Did we lose him, John? John, Hello, I'm sorry, you, we lost the last part. But in Colorado, okay. those go ahead. In Colorado, those caps are limited to 
the non-economic damages, which mean things like pain and suffering, um, you know, the, the, the intangible type losses that our clients um, often suffer. So they don't apply to economic losses. Economic losses mean medical bills, um, lost earnings, uh, those kind of things that have dollar signs attached to them. Okay. So um, uh, the thing is, the limit, does it sometimes prevent people from getting legal representation, do you think, because of the contingency nature? Well, I don't know that it would prevent somebody from from securing counsel, but it um, it can have a sobering effect on the recovery if, if somebody has, for instance, um, you know, staggering medical bills and relatively modest coverage that, you know, that can, that can come into play. But um, I don't think it really stands in the way of people getting representation. Uh, but on every other level, it, it's a disservice to Colorado residents and, and, and the legislature intended it to do exactly that. Wow. That's, uh, that's too bad. I mean, it's unfortunate. Uh, is, is that a trend around the country, do you believe? That trend has been going on for over 30 years, Tom. Um, it's, it's, it's gotten progressively worse over the years. Um, it, it, it really is just this sense that every time, you know, that, that somebody recovers for another person's negligence, that somehow society as a whole is, is, is hurt and that, that, that the communities would be more prosperous and, and on every other level do better by limiting their exposure. It, it doesn't make sense to me, and, and it certainly doesn't to any of my injured clients that, that are trying to recover. All right. Thank you very much, John Fuller, Fuller Law, 303-597-4500, 597-4500. Amy, what is your question? I have a tax question. Yes. Um, I have, for 2020, I, did, I have not yet filed my return, but I did file an extension and pay my estimated tax when I filed for an extension. Okay. Last January, I think it was, was the last time that the government, the federal government, handed out their COVID payments to everybody in the world, except I didn't get one. I'd gotten the two that they put out during last year, but not that one. And what I understood before even the first um, due date for the 2020 return was that they weren't going to give it to you until you filed your 2020 return. Well, when I filed the extension on time, I thought that might suffice. No. But it has got to be the, it has to be the actual filing. Has to be the actual yeah, return. Because they adjust they either adjust the refund or yeah, that's how they do it. So, it has to be the filing. I'm Tom Martino, more coming up. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. Don't trust your biggest investment to just anyone. Frank is a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Frank and his team are recognized as one of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Hi. 
Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Now, I believe that I thought we finished with Jason. Let me see what he's got here. Jason, did we not answer all of your questions, sir? He's not there. Good. We're done. We're, we were done with him. Now, what do you got? Uh, basically, uh, Deputy Doc, what's going on? You well, got- we had a call from Eileen who was concerned about a problem with Norwegian Cruise Lines. Right. And what that was because she she could not take her cruise. I mean, my God, if they're not offering cruises, why are they giving people a hard time about credit or refund? Well, I mean, he- excuse me, about refunds. Well, here's the issue. They canceled two cruises. She signed up for a third one that she canceled. When she called Norwegian Cruise, they said their policy is if you if they cancel three, you can get a refund. So she has booked a third. She has now booked a cruise for this September, and she's happy. So well, I, I thought, uh, wait a minute. She was calling because she wanted a refund. Right, but then she booked another cruise for this September, and she said, okay, I'm going to go on the cruise. And why did no, she call us? We don't know. No, that she oh, said. She said she initially wanted a refund, but when they told her that she couldn't get a refund unless they canceled three times, she said, okay, I'll book another cruise because she had the credits. So she booked another cruise, and if they cancel this one, then she can get a refund. Okay. Okay. Got it. Anything else going on? No, but she's happy with the, uh, with, with the, with the cruise that she's going to go on in September if it's, if it's there. Okay. So... Finishing up very quickly now with Larson Tax Relief. What's the message? What's the message, basically? Right now, the IRS has turned back on the lights. So and and they're more issues, aggressive, I heard, than ever. I'm serious. More aggressive than ever. They're hiring 1,200 new people. It's going to get real intense real quick. I heard the reason the they're so aggressive is because they're, they have to collect everything because there are, so few, there are fewer taxpayers due to all the COVID problems. There are, well, one, they took a whole year off of collecting. So they're catching yes. up on lost time right? and they're getting after it. So uh, if you've been uh, procrastinating, get out in front of it now because it's going to get really, really intense in the next three to four months. All right. That's the message. Do not hesitate. And then, of course, people say, can I call Larson? Yes, because the, the, the worst that'll happen is what? You'll tell him what? Yeah, I could tell him, hey, we can help you. Well, we can't help you, and I'll give you some advice on how to help yourself. Right, and you know what? You're really good at doing that. We have had a lot of people who call, and it's just a little too small, and you guys help them. You say, look, do this, this, and this, and there are ways to get help. Absolutely. Don't throw good money after bad. I'm Tom Martino. Don't forget, 303consumer.com for my new magazine, packed with information and deals. Also, referralist.com for help, information, and referrals. Save all your problems for me. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.